Hello, New York. <laughs> Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Chris Seibert Show, a podcast series where I talk about my life. I talk about the stock market, I talk about global news, United States news, any type of news that I feel is really relevant. I also talk about, well, I used to talk about a weekly challenge on my personal Instagram, The Christopher Seibert, but I've taken that away and now I just post motivational stuff. Anyways, before we begin, we're going to go over the analytics slash data, as always, so you guys can keep up to date with how the podcast is doing, your thoughts, maybe you're surprised, maybe you're not surprised. Uh, for week number eight, we had two total downloads. Now, this includes both either through Apple uh, Podcasts or Spotify or any other sort of, uh, I believe, digital format or streaming service that allows podcasts that I have through Lisbon, my host. So we had two total downloads. And then additionally, we had three total YouTube watch views. So that's that. Something that I'm very excited to share about from this past week is that I finally uploaded a welcome to my weekends after taking two weeks off and just not really recording enough content that I felt was watchable or fun to watch or decent content. So I kind of held back and on Father's Day weekend, I didn't really record anything back in June. But anyways, due to the July 4th, recording with uh, over in Mishawaka up in South Bend, my friend Ryan's house and I gathered a lot of footage. And of course, throughout the week, and I had 11 total YouTube views. So that's awesome. So thank you guys so much for all the support as always as we continue to keep trucking along as I upload weekly content, do these things weekly on my YouTube channel. Uh, it's cool to see that engagement. It's cool to see that feedback and I just can't be any more thankful. So thank you. Now moving on next to my personal life, what has happened in the past seven days if you guys are curious? Well, first things first, this past Saturday on July 4th, I ran my first ever half marathon. Now, I'm not going to lie, I kind of was very, very nervous going into it because I didn't know how it turned out. I didn't do the best of job of training like I should have through the scheduling. I was running like weekly, but it was just once. I wasn't doing anything other than that. My life's already crazy, or crazy, crazy and chaotic as all, or already, so having to fit in some more time to do some training for this half marathon on July 4th, I just completely flatlined and failed at that, but regardless... As the day started, I didn't eat that much Friday evening. Saturday, I woke up super early. It was around 7.30, changed into my jogging outfit and was there at the Monon Trail in Bra Ripple, Indiana by almost eight or a little after eight and I began running. Now, my good friend Dakota reached out to me in one of his videos and commented back to me after I commented saying that his recommendation was to just pace myself and not go all out at the beginning and I have a really really hard time of doing that believe it or not usually when I start the music starts playing I'm excited I'm in the flow so I just take off and then from there it's kind of just a stop and go stop and go stop and go until I reach a certain amount of mileage that I'm kind of satisfied with or just like eh, okay I'm done with this but uh, no I paced myself for the half marathon so the first I'd say six miles was nice and easy. It was a bounce back in between anywhere from an average pace of eight minutes and 50 seconds up to nine minutes and then back down to eight minutes and 50 seconds. So it was really good the first six miles. And what my plan was, was what's so nice if you're not around the Indiana area, we have this Monon Trail and it's 
I mean, it stretches out far and wide. I mean, this thing goes on forever, it seems like. But what I wanted to do is I wanted to start in Broad Ripple, jog down about seven miles, and then jog back to where once I reach the 13.1 mile mark, the half marathon mark, because a marathon is 26.2 miles, I believe. So once I got to that 13.1 mark, or sorry, that seven mark, I was going to turn around and then stop and just walk the rest just to cool down. But yeah, uh, at around six and a half miles, I was gassed. I was literally dead. So I, instead of going the full seven, I just turned around at like six and a half and started walking for a little while. And then after that, I tried to pick it up again, but it was a constant stop and go, stop and go to where the last two miles, I practically walked the whole way. And I wouldn't say it was like a slow walk, like I at least tried to power walk just to get it out, but I was just obliterated from the waist down. So it was extremely difficult, that back half. But it was so worthwhile and so cool, and it really taught me a lot. I was very proud of myself from the start, knowing that I was consistently pacing around the 8.50, nine minute mark, and I feel like if I just would have done a lot more training, I maybe would have been able to make it close to the 10, 10 mile mark consistently jogging before I had to kind of slow down as a stop and go process. So this isn't the last of my running career. I plan on doing another one again in the future at some point, but for right now, the long distance running is kind of put on hold. I haven't ran at all this week. I'm gonna begin picking that up again next week. Which brings me next into my next topic. If you guys listened to last week's episode on the Chris Seibert Show, week number eight, I talked about how I was going to go to LA Fitness, or at least a gym. There's an LA Fitness that's not too far from my apartment. Resign, or I guess uh, just get my membership back, re-sign up for my membership, and then start working out. Well, long story short, I didn't do that. I uh, was gonna go in first thing Monday after work, re-sign up for my membership and then begin the process of working out but to be completely honest with you guys uh i just i don't know the the jump in coronavirus cases here recently has kind of just scared me a little bit and gyms you're huffing and puffing you're touching bars you're racking weights and everything and i'm not sure how clean people are i don't know how busy the complex is there's apparently now theories going around or something that it's an airborne illness inside of a room which i don't know how true that is i haven't done enough research but i'm just going to go back to running and wait till it's a little bit more safer uh you know, it's easy to because here in my apartment, I can do push-ups, I can do sit-ups, I can do ab workouts, I can find things that are somewhat decently heavy and do like arm routine workouts. One of my coworkers suggests about getting some type of pull-up bar and putting in it by a door or something because by the time I'd spend money on a membership, then you know, it all even itself out. But knowing my luck, I would get this membership and here in three weeks, you know, it's so bad again that they have to close the gyms down and then I'm signed and locked into this membership. And that just wouldn't be awesome at all. And I'd just be kind of wasting my money at that point in time. So I've decided to kind of take a step back. Uh, I am still working in the process of eating healthy. I did do a pretty good job at the beginning of the week, but I've been eating out a lot just because I've been all around. Monday, I was with my father and some coworker or his coworkers, and they bought me pizza. 
just yesterday I was with my mom and sister and I bought them Mexican food. I can't remember what I did Tuesday. I think I cooked here. I can't remember at this point in time. But uh, yeah, still working on the healthy eating habits. I gotta go shopping this weekend for groceries because I'm just about out again. And once you guys, once this is uploaded, it'll be on Friday. So it'll be close to the weekend so I can go out and get groceries. But uh, I'm gonna be doing my part to try to continue to eat healthy, drink lots of water, more fruits and vegetables, and continue just to kind of sustain and hold my weight properly and then start bulking up from there. Uh, another thing that I wanted to talk about, which was very fortunate, later at the end of last week, I think it happened almost after I recorded the podcast, if not close to it, uh, I got an email from a client, a very good friend of mine, and uh, he asked if I wanted to do some side work. So luckily enough for me, on Tuesday, I went out to Muncie, Indiana, did the side project stuff. Now this is with my dad's company. I've kind of brought it up before, but it's more kind of pre-construction liability uh, work. So it's nothing really too crazy, nothing wild, but uh, just a lot of documenting and filming and taking some pictures and videos. So I ended up doing that Tuesday and I submitted that. So again, a nice little check should be coming through at some point in the future. I still haven't received my one check, but I know that it's being sent after I talk to him because it's the same client and I'll be receiving that soon and a lot of me is thinking now do I want to go ahead and buy all the equipment because I told you guys how I have a wish list going or do I kind of want to save it for a little bit longer for those of you that don't know here in a few weeks at the end of the month I will be in Las Vegas and even though I don't plan on spending a lot of money you know it might be a good idea just to wait until I get back from the trip to go ahead and buy you know the black magic pocket camera of course the stabilizer this, all the items in my wish list that I have, I'm kind of just putting it on the back burner. Luckily enough for me, these side projects that I help do for my father, the company that he works for, they don't really require high-tech equipment. A lot of it's easily enough to be able to be shot on an iPhone, which then I airdrop and edit it through Premiere and add all the text and stuff. So luckily enough for me, that's good and all fine and dandy. But again, I want to make sure that I have this high-quality equipment once kind of things start to normalize again. And if my... Um, clients who I'm already close with and other businesses that I've done side projects for, it'd be great to have this nice equipment. So when we go in, uh, they'll be good on their kind of work. So just thought I'd share that update with you. Very cool. I love when freelance stuff happens. It's just another way of making passive income on top of my job and on top of stocks. And uh, we're not near, you know, getting monetized yet on YouTube, but of course in the future as I continue to make these weekly updates and sending out more and more content, you know, it'd be cool to get monetized and then using this also as an additional revenue stream. So that's that. And then this weekend I was talking to a friend. I was hoping that I'd get to um, have a cookout at his place. I got to have a cookout last weekend or last week. It was on uh, Thursday. And it was so much fun. It was honestly a great time when we talked about doing it again. Well, I thought the plan was Saturday, but after talking to him this afternoon, uh, we're going to push it back to Sunday evening. But with that being said, this weekend is going to be pretty laid back from what it seems like. Uh, Sunday is going to be the wildest or I guess busiest day. Uh, I talked to my mom and sister we were together yesterday, this would have been Wednesday, and they wanna go hiking at, uh, I think it's Eagle Creek, or not Eagle Creek, but there's a there's a hiking trail and stuff. So Sunday I'll be doing some hiking, getting some footage of that with my mom and sister, and then that evening we'll be grilling out at my friend Bahija's place. So it's gonna be another fun weekend. Friday and Saturday seem a little chill, which is good. I don't have chill weekends that often, so it's nice to kind of relax and just have me and more uh, personal time. 
And then last thing I want to bring up for the last seven days since you guys have last heard from me is that I didn't stream again Wednesday. Now next week on Wednesday, we should be two thumbs up, good to go. It just so happened that uh, yesterday, and I keep saying yesterday, that's not right, I'm recording this on Thursday, but uh, Wednesday, my mom and sister visited. We took a lot of stuff out of my guest bedroom because that's gonna be Bryce's bedroom, so we did a lot of cleaning and tidying up for Bryce, and I believe he's gonna be coming tomorrow. We've talked about it a little bit. He's not gonna be staying this weekend, but he's just gonna be applying for some jobs and trying to find some work and apply and send in different applications and stuff. So he's gonna be dropping some stuff off, off, I'm sure, throughout the day while I'm gone, but now his room's all cleaned up, ready to go, so that's cool. So with that being said, that has been the last seven days of my personal life, some major announcements I felt like I needed to bring up. Uh, this podcast is going by pretty smoothly so far on time, but this is the big thing I want to talk about this week, and I'm assuming it's going to take a majority of the time, and if that's the case, that's completely fine, but that is the stock market. Ladies and gentlemen, I have some big, in quote, stock updates. So, if you can remember last week, I hit a huge milestone, and if you guys follow me on my personal Instagram, I post my portfolio. I try to every Saturday and Sunday. I need to get in the habit of starting posting it on Fridays, but just coming back from work, by the time after hours it's late, I'm usually drinking <laughs> or I'm with friends and stuff and it's just like, I'll just post this sometime on the weekend. But uh, I post my portfolio on Friday just to make sure that you guys know that I'm actively investing, that I'm taking it serious, that I'm a long-term holder, that I don't sell, even though we got some updates this week. But uh, I just want to make sure and show you guys how important investing is and what can happen if you're smart and invest early in the game. Uh, last week, I had the most wildest week of my life. The electric vehicle sector, the energy sector, uh, automobile, I mean, any way you look at it, the electric car area or portion of the market with Tesla just being an absolute rocket, it seems like this past month. Uh, they're starting to get a lot more notoriety. Energy and tech is, is just up and about. I have 2,000 shares of Blink, a company that I've been talking about and posting and sharing since late January. I've just been such a big fan of this company. I have 2,000 shares. They're still doing very well as of this point in time. The market closes here in an hour. I'm recording this at 7.05 at 8 p.m. After hours, I should say at least. But uh, Blink is just surging, and I'm not planning on selling any of those shares anytime soon. I want to see that bad boy go high in the sky, so it's just a long-term hold for me, but I got 2,000 shares of Blink. MFA, I have 900 shares, which has an 80-cent annual dividend. SPHD, 64 shares still, which has an annual dividend of $1.87 per share. And then here is the big news. So I was doing some research and looking into MITT throughout Yahoo Finance. If you can remember last week or recall, I had 320 shares and I looked and saw their conference call notes or transcript on Yahoo Finance. And I noticed in the call that their CEO said that to get out of their forbearance agreement, uh, or forbearance, I believe that's how you say the word, it's one way or the other, but um, they sold a lot of their assets. And it's important that a company has assets and not liabilities. You wanna make money, you don't wanna lose money, right? But he said that he sold, they ended up selling a lot of their assets and that they wouldn't be handing out or paying um, holders dividends for just a little while longer. 
Now, I had a $1,014 stake in MITT, this uh, real estate investment trust, but I decided that it was probably best just to go ahead and sell my entire position. Now, like I've mentioned before quite a few times, and this is the goal, that I'm a long-term holder. And with that being said, I'm not the type of person that's gonna buy something and flip it when I make a couple dollars, but I'm looking at these stocks and wanting to hold these for an extremely long time and keep in reinvesting these dividends and just, <clears throat> sorry, I'm getting all tongue-tied just continue to keep accumulating wealth and reinvesting the dividends and letting my portfolio grow on its own, you know. Uh, but with that, reading that transcript, I had a $1,000 stake in this REIT. I was like, you know what, it's best that I use that $1,000 and invest it elsewhere. So with that being said, the two companies that I divvied up the $1,014 with was Realty Income. Now this is ticker symbol, symbol O. Uh, I bought 11 shares and they have an annual dividend of $2.80. Now, the cool thing about Realty Income, let me just go ahead and talk about their tenants. Again, this is another real estate investment trust. They have the oh, 250 of their tenants are Walgreens, 403 of their tenants are 7-Eleven, 761 of their tenants are Dollar General, 630, well, I should say that, that was like their main three, but combined, they have 730 tenants, and they own these buildings that these companies are in. But all together, they own over 6,500 properties. And on top of that, they've raised their dividend consecutively for the last 25 years in a row, and they have an annual dividend of $2.80. Now, I should be more specific when I say annual, but by the end of the year, a 365-day period, by annual dividend, one share that you hold, you will get back $2.80. So obviously, the more shares that you buy of specific companies, RETs, ETFs, whatever the case may be, the more money you will get back in return. Well, with that being said, Realty Income pays their dividend monthly. So if you divide $2.80 by 12, there's 12 months in a year, you get about 23 cents a share. So I bought 11 shares of this realty income and I'm very, very excited to continue to keep adding to that position because it has some stellar stats, it has a great portfolio, and it's just hot as a rocket. And I heard about this company as well as this other one in a YouTube video, I did some more of my own personal research um, this week and I was just like, man, I gotta sell this MITT, I have a good stake, it's time to start divvying that up and diversifying even more. The next one I wanna talk about is STAG, and STAG is called STAG Industries. Now I bought 12 shares of STAG and they have an annual dividend of $1.44 and again, they hand out this monthly which accumulates to about 12 cents a month per share. Now what's cool about STAG Industries is that these, this particular RET, Real Estate Investment Trust, is warehouses. Now let me tell you their stats. They have 456 different warehouses, and if you combine all their warehouses together, it's about 98 or 91.8 million square feet. 
And on top of that, their enterprise value is around $5 billion. That's right, a B, $5 billion. Now, this again is a monthly dividend that I'll be receiving. But I think of companies like Amazon, I think of all these other big corporations that have these stag warehouses that they are tenants of, that they have all of their shelves and everything that they get built out of. It just seems legit in the way that e-commerce is heading and all this and that by continuing to build warehouses and store product and ship it out. It's just a win-win. So I'm very excited to update you guys with these two big investments, O Realtor, Realty Income, sorry, ticker symbol O, and then of course Stag Industries, ticker S-T-A-G. The last one I wanna talk about, and I just got paid today on salary, so I get paid bi-weekly, but I ended up buying some OGI, and I believe it's called Oranogram or Orgram. I, I don't have the, the name typed down here, but essentially this is a cannabis company. So again, going into diversification, I'm now getting into the weed industry. <laughs> I've wanted to get in the weed industry for quite some time, but I just really haven't focused on it. I think we can all agree that at some point here, sooner than later, weed will become legal federally. And that is going to send a lot of the cannabis sector skyrocketing. But I have 95 shares of OGI and they just produce and sell medical marijuana. Their products includes different strains as well as oils and vaporizers. So altogether, you know, this week was huge in the market for me. Blink is still a darn rocket. It is hot. MFA, no dividend payout as of now, but I have 900 shares locked in. So of course, once they begin to pay, their dividends back, it's gonna be a nice healthy chunk with 20 cents a quarter. And then of course, SPHD, EPR, my new O, STAG and OGI holdings. So we are just growing, it's so exciting. Like I just love this, it makes me so excited because just seeing all of these different things, I have money in right now growing over time. It's just a blessing in disguise and I'm very excited to continue to share these updates with you as the weeks and months and years uh, go ahead and keep happening. <laughs> but yeah, that is my big stock market update for you guys this week. I hope all of you out there that are at least invest in the stock market or considering it, please do your research. Please make sure to invest wisely. And still the market is extremely volatile. There's been a lot of lower crashes and dips, but there's also been a lot of sectors like what I've been talking about, the whole EV market and energy sector, how they've been going up a lot because of the trans um, transition from combustion and gasoline to more carbon neutral um, and battery electric. Uh, you know what I'm talking about, how you know, we're just changing things over time. But no, I'm very excited, very blessed. And I hope those of you out there who are investing are doing pretty well for yourself. And just again, just to reiterate, just be smart, do some research, and best of luck to you. All right, moving on next, we have a couple more little points to talk about as this podcast is kind of winding down. In terms of news, as of today, they announced that another 1.3 plus million Americans have filed for unemployment. Again, very sad news. They are dropping, the numbers are dropping, but what's very scary to me is the fact that cases continue to still surge in a lot of very populous states with higher population. Uh, I've seen pictures and graphs and charts of the United States 
And you can start to see an outline through a lot of these different metrics where the coronavirus continues to surge. Uh, I think my biggest fear for me personally is kind of going back into another lockdown. But at this point in time, it's going to be extremely difficult, I feel like, for that to happen. So our best bet is just to power through it. If we are, from what I'm gathering, healthy and fine to continue working, wearing a mask, taking the proper precautions. And if you're older or you can work from home or you're sick, just to stay at home and not help transmit this virus. Uh, it really just breaks my heart. I still, I, I like to think every day that things are kind of more and more normal, but again, just looking around, it's really not. And I'm really kind of excited because starting today, and I know I keep saying, I need to just say the days, but Thursday, uh, Marion County, uh, made it a rule or I guess a policy for the time being to require individuals to wear masks when they're out in public. And that's just in Marion County from what I know of. Uh, I don't think it's like that hard to wear a mask, but a lot of people are against it. Me being me, I kind of like to look out for, you know, the other individual or other people. I'm not, I'm worried about myself too, but you know, say I've already had it or I have a higher chance of not getting it or maybe I've been around it. I want to make sure that I'm protecting other people. So for me, usually when I'm out in public, unless I'm going to the bar or something, I'll have a mask on. But uh, yeah, I'm happy that they kind of made that a rule for the time being in Indianapolis to wear a mask because I think that's really important. I think we can hopefully stop the spread, fingers crossed, but I guess we'll just see. But for those of you out there, again, please, by all means, just be as safe as possible. Take proper precautions, wash your hands, wear your mask, wear a mask. Um, and yeah, just you know, be socially distant if possible at all. And then of course, if you're showing signs or you feel like you may have it, make sure to get tested and then also just kind of stay at your own place, your apartment, your house, whatever the case you may do so that way you don't continue to spread this virus. But I'm just hoping we get closer and closer to it starting to fade out and things become normal and I keep keeping my fingers crossed, but it's just hard to see and hard to watch and me getting on Twitter and seeing things. I don't watch the news, but it's just, it's tough. It's very tough. So for those of you out there, please, by all means, just be safe, be careful. The last thing I wanna talk about before I make my closing remarks here on week nine of the Chris Seibert Show is that this was the first week I don't think I participated in a challenge, even though I'd say in the past when I did do the challenges, I don't think I ever fully completed one week of doing the challenge. So what I decided to start doing, and this was last week, I believe, but I just started wanting to kind of reshare and post motivational quotes. For me, it's cool to get on my YouTube and podcast Instagram and just follow strictly, you know, stock stuff, motivational pages, uh, people that inspire me and just continue to see a feed full of things like that because it makes me happy and it's like good brain food and it kind of pumps me up a little bit. So being able to see something that I really like and that I feel like resonates with me and of course the followers of the page, I try to share it. And I hope those of you out there that have been following along and uh, continue to watch my story. I see who you are. Generally, it's about the same people every single time. Uh, I hope that kind of touches you and makes you feel good a little bit and makes you kind of more motivated and hungry and impacts you in a positive way. So I'm going to continue to keep doing that. No weekly challenges and just sharing stuff that I feel like kind of makes me happy. And I think that's something that worth, worth seeing. But with that being said, this 
is week number nine of the Chris Seibert Show. It's hard to believe now we've been doing this for over two months consecutively. I still find really good joy out of doing this. I watch the episode back once I'm done recording on YouTube uh, because I'm editing it in Premiere and I just go all the way through and kind of you know watch the episode and it does really make me smile. And for those of you out there that maybe you know when I when I bring up the numbers, and maybe you're like shocked or stunned. Like for example, this week, I'll go back. I had five total listens of this, and it's even hard to say if they finished the, the full thing. It's not about the numbers, you know, it's just about doing stuff you enjoy, stuff that you, uh, you know, that you're passionate about, that makes you happy, something that keeps you busy, something that you just enjoy doing. The numbers to me don't really mean anything. I just enjoy doing this, and I know that there are some people out there that enjoy, you know, listening to this, watching this, whatever the uh, type of media platform or route they plan on going through. But to me, you know, I just want to impact you guys, and I want to do what I can to push you and inspire you, and I just find good joy out of this. And I will continue to keep doing this because it is. It's fun each week to just kind of catch myself up and see what happened and just feel accomplished. But guys, as always, I'm going to end it here. Thank you so much for tuning in, whether you're watching or listening. I hope you have a safe, happy, health, amazing week for the next seven days. I will be back next Friday for week number 10. So with that being said, stay cool, stay safe, and I'll see you next time.